As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Evil Santa! Oh my god, it's Santa Claus. Yeah, how are you guys doing? Uh, <laughs> it's me, it's me, uh, Santa Claus. Hey, Santa. How you doing? Uh, I'm doing what you guys want to buy. What are you looking to buy? What are you looking to buy? <laughs> hey, what do you got on the uh, the Raptors? Who, who you, <laughs> uh, next game. Who do you think is going to win? Raptors or Timberwolves? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, that's not Santa. That's Mike Balazzo, everybody, yes. doing an impression. I, so what I was doing there, listeners, and, and James and Chris, I was, I was portraying Santa Claus, who is sort of known as like a sort of very uh, vanilla, like mm-hmm. friendly, jolly children's character. I was imagining, like, what if Santa was a scumbag from New York City? Oh, I like that. Maybe and he Mike, was a dealer. Maybe he was, yeah, like a bookie or something like sure, that. Sure, yeah. yeah. Um, well, Mike... Well, what else would he do in his off time? Exactly. That's, That's what people don't fucking think about, man. People don't fucking think about what Santa does in his off time. Hey, use your head. What Santa doing in his off time? I wish more people would use their head. Yeah. Huh, we here at Evil Men uh, ask uh, our listeners to use your head more. Because you think about it, what is Santa? If, he's, if Santa is Canadian, maybe, what does he do in <laughs> July and August? Probably yeah, right. go to the cottage. He probably yeah. lives in the territories, eh? Yeah. Um, so uh, if we're being a bit belligerent right off the top, we yeah. should say that we had the annual Evil Men Christmas dinner together, yes, the three of us. That's right. Photos will be accompanying this online. Yes, yes, yes. That's right. Because this is being released just before Christmas, we thought it'd be fun to go to dinner before this. So Mike, Chris, and I went to uh, a nice French restaurant, <laughs> yeah. and we all had Le dinner Paradis. together. Le Paradis. Uh, very sophisticated, Paradis. Uh, sophisticated menu, sophisticated waitstaff, uh, yes. sophisticated clientele. Yeah, and the waiter had to explain to us, that steak. <laughs> <laughs> and he kept uh, sort of not forcing, but strongly encouraging me to get another piece of bread. He did. I was insulted. Yeah. Do I look like a bread motherfucker? <laughs> Um, and it was pretty funny because um, I felt like in keeping with our sort of uh, personas, Chris had a really sort of a steak and french fries. Yeah. I had a full hen. 
yeah. and polenta. And then Mike's dinner, which he didn't, re- I guess, realize was like boiled potatoes, rice, and sort of um, chicken bo- boiled chicken. Boiled wasn't even, chicken. There wasn't even skin on it or anything. It was. Can I just say it wasn't fries? It was frites. Sorry, yes. frites. steak frites yeah. and green beans. I did have some greens. But you and I really indulged, Chris and Mike. That's the had thing. B- boiled potatoes and boiled chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm. Uh, it's Christmas time, and I thought. Let's have a boiled supper. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a French restaurant. There mu- yeah. It must have been the only thing that wasn't really decadent. Well, it was on, it was there, one of the specials of the day. So. It was the only yeah. uh, menu or item on the menu that they couldn't prepare in the kitchen. They had to go out back and get a dish of it from the Slovakian neighbor who lives next door. <laughs> <laughs> but then, James, James, you were. You were on wine duty, and you ordered us a special bottle of red. That's and right. Suggested at the end. And Very I, delicious. I it was a Shiraz. Shiraz. And I can't pronounce the name of the after-dinner aperitif we had. How do you say it? I, got, uh, I suggested we all get Armagnacs, which is like a cognac, but yeah. a little different. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. It's my winter Armagnac. Yes. Yeah. Very, very so that nice. was fun. It, was, it yeah. felt like a, It honestly felt like our Evil Men Christmas party. And now yeah. we're still drinking yeah. wine. So it's like, you know what? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> we're having Christmas. fun. Yes, you can and hear, all holidays. You can hear carolers in the background here. You can hear the jingle jangle of sleigh bells, and you can feel the just the Christmas energy emanating from shoppers uh, getting their last minute gifts. <laughs> you can taste the tannins of the Casalero del Diablo. Are you guys done all your Christmas shopping yet? No, I still have to get my girlfriend a good one, which is troubling. What do That's you, really troubling. What are the ideas you're playing with in your well, mind? Well, I can't say. Well, she won't hear it until it's out. Until three days before Christmas. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. But I, I right. Uh, fuck, I got in, I got a 30-day free trial of Amazon, of Amazon Prime so I could like get it quickly. I just have to remember to cancel Amazon Prime because, you know, they deliver it the next so day. So, wait, you're giving it as a gift, but you're going to revoke Michael, it? Michael, no, you don't. Aren't, no. I got Amazon Prime for myself <laughs> so I could order her a gift and get it the next day because oh, sorry, I left Prime. it too late. I see, yes, I see, I see, yes. I see. Guys, could I uh, introduce a new segment? Sure. So, in the past, you are famous for doing the James Zone. Yes. Is this something different? It is different. And in my mind, who knows? Maybe this becomes a recurring segment. Maybe we all do it. Maybe even it's like overheards on Stop Podcasting Yourself. Shout out to Dave and Graham. Hey! Uh, who knows? This could be a big segment for us. So right. this is a, a new segment I thought of in the car the other day that I thought I'd try. Are you, sure. are you guys ready for this? Absolutely. Do you want some music? No, it's okay. I mean, you can do a quiet beatbox if you want. Yes, yes. Okay. okay. The name of this segment is "Weird or Way Cool." Weird or way cool. Chris, okay. Do you have a song idea? Weird or way cool. Excellent. So, the premise of this segment is: I tell you something I did or think or do. <laughs> And you guys tell me, fuck. you guys tell me, do you think that's weird or way cool? Okay. Okay. And if you guys have any examples, you can do it too. Okay. So here's my, uh, here's my story. Okay. Ready? What the hell? So in the car I drive, there are seat warmers. 
Yeah. Right? Okay. And when it's really cold outside, I really enjoy turning on the seat warmer and warming up my tukas. <laughs> eh? But. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. But I've, I've heard. It seems I, normal so far. Exactly. This yeah, isn't yeah. the weirder way cool. I have heard, I don't know if it's true, that using a seat warmer in a car is bad for your balls. Oh, shit. I fucking use a seat warmer, too. Well, I've heard, does it fry your sperm? Oh, I've already had two kids. I'm never having kids again. Okay, so you're good. So Okay, but yeah, you should. But I'm wondering, so I sometimes think, oh, is it bad for my balls if I use a (laughs) seat warmer? Is it bad for my balls? Yeah. So here's what I do. What are you, a herky? And this is the question. This is what I honestly do. If it's cold outside, I flip on the seat warmer, I pull off one of my gloves, and I slide it under my balls to stop the heat from getting to my balls, and I let the seat warmer heat up my butt. So what do you think? So your balls are uh, insulated by the glove. Yes. Is that weird or way cool? Is that weird (laughs) or way cool? Yes. Um, I think it... I'm picturing it. Yes. I'm picturing you taking the glove off your hand. Yes. Sliding it under your balls and anus and turning up the heat on the seat. Yes. I think that is unquestionably cool. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> okay. Chris, do you think it's weird or way cool? I don't think it's too weird. All right. But I also don't think it's cool at all. Hmm. So there's got to be an option that's like weird, way cool, or maybe I'm doing this for no reason. <laughs> Because okay. I really don't think using the seat warmer for a little bit will really destroy your chances of making a child. There's I'm no sure fucking you're way. Right. It's, I'm being neurotic. There's no way. Right. Uh, maybe we'll have to think of a third W word. But So you're neither weird nor way cool. Okay. Now, uh, do you, Mike, you, do you remember you thought you might have a weirder way cool, but maybe you, you don't? I'm trying to remember what it was. There was something that happened. Well, while you're thinking... Yeah. <clears throat> Imagine it's like overheards on Stop Podcasting Yourself and people call in and they leave us weirder way cools. I mean, it could be a good segment. You're right. We need segments. Yes. Can I ask before we move on, though? Yep. How long will you drive with a glove under your balls and penis? Because you know what? Sometimes when you use the seat warmer and it's warmed up, you can turn it off now, right? You don't keep it for the whole uh, yeah, drive, right? You know, it's probably 20 <laughs> minutes. It's probably 20, oh, 25 minutes. That's some Canadian winter ass shit. Well, oh, yeah. What does your girlfriend think when she sees you do this? I don't think she's seen me do it. Wait, you do it in front of her secretly? No, but I don't announce, hey, look at this, babe. I just slip my glove <laughs> off and I slide it under my so ball. You do to protect your sperm. Yes. From the car. It's for yes. us, baby. I'm doing this for us. Yeah. Um. It's like putting uh, robin's eggs in a nest. How so? Protecting them. Yeah, the glove oh, is like the nest, and out. your balls are the eggs. Pretty much. Now, yeah. Do you then, after sitting uh, with your body heat and the heat from the chair under your butt for twenty minutes or forty minutes, do you then get out of the car and immediately just put the glove back on your hand? At some point, I reach my hand under and pull the glove out. If it if I've turned the seat warmer off, you're so casual about it. You're like. Yep, I don't make a big deal Zero about it. Zero F's given, and nope. I respect that. Nope. Yeah. Um, I, and you're I, trying to protect your sperm these days, huh? Hey, you never know. 
What about cell phones in the in the jeans pocket close to your balls? I always heard that was going to ruin your sperm, and I've done that for dec like a decade at least, and <laughs> I have two kids that are fine. You know what? It's funny you say that. I remember going to a boating store with my brother because he's a sailor, and there was a <laughs> compass, a big compass for sale, and he goes to me, yeah. check this out. He takes his cell phone, and he holds it up to the compass, and it makes the compass spin like rear, rear, rear. and then my brother goes to me now imagine what that does to your balls so it's a good point chris Finton said that yes 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 have you ever thought of getting just reinforced and uh like lead lead underwear that's not a bad idea you get some nice thick lead underwear. yeah you know in robin hood men in tights yeah uh made marion wears the metal chastity belt maybe james needs one of those the chastity underwear? It's, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, they say unvaccinated sperm is going to be worth millions, so I should yes. probably take care of it. It's great, too. Just kidding. I'm vaccinated. Anybody who's unvaccinated, <laughs> yeah. um, that's going to be definitely valuable sperm because of the DNA that comes attached with it. <laughs> yes, yes. A lot yeah, of Nobel almost, Prize winners. The, yeah. Oh, my gosh. The human race has become troglodytes again all of a sudden. <laughs> Everyone just looks like Mike Holmes, the home <laughs> renovation guy. Just kidding. If you're an anti-vaxxer, I respect that. Hey, do your thing. Be free. Freedom. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Freedom. Hong Kong. I got my Freedom. Right. I got to give the judgment. Yep. What did he say? What did he say? Not sure. Me neither. I may have one. Let's hear it. Weirder way cool. Yes. Way cool. You put a glove up your ass to protect your <laughs> aim, your shit <laughs> from science. Put a glove. When I shit, I reach up into my ass and pull it out. So I so, can't wait for it to come out naturally. <laughs> um, weird or way cool. Uh, where I work right now in the building, there is a gym attached to it that I have access to because I'm a member. Hmm? And you're a gym rat. I'm a gym rat. And um. Sometimes, depending on what I've done the night before, if I've been out late, maybe having one too many Guinnesses mm-hmm. or eating a greasy meal late at night, mm-hmm. um, in the late morning, I'll feel like a rumbling in my stomach and I'll have to use the bathroom. Okay. Something what that I'm sure you can fuck? relate to, James. I sure can. And maybe you, Chris. Uh, yeah. Late at night, you have to poo? Or in the no, gym? No, it's like the morning. The morning. Oh, in the morning? Yeah, I can relate. So after a coffee for sure. Instead of and I'm just like I drink a lot of coffee and I'll have a banana and hard boiled eggs. In the <laughs> See, we have to save this moment because right now we're really getting a great take of Mike laughing his ass off at his own personality, <laughs> which is rarer, but it's really good. It's. it's after I eat a banana and a hard-boiled egg, I need to shit. And a lot of coffee. And a lot, lot of coffee, a lot of coffee. So, to ply it out. <laughs> I have two choices. Good God, this is a disgusting episode. I, I blame myself. In this situation, I can either use the main public bathroom. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. Yeah. Or I can go slightly out of my way. Executive suite. I bring my, I put a, my lock in my pocket. I just walk to the gym, take off all my clothes. Put them in a locker, use the bathroom there, instant shower as soon as I'm done. Wow. Full shower, <laughs> clean as a whistle, get the locker open, get back in my clothes, Mike's, back back to, that's a to work. That's fantastic weirdo way cool. That is <laughs> yeah. really, really good. Yeah. 
So you yeah. will this go to like, the gym to poo so you can shower after. <laughs> I'm so working you're clean. Out, I'm working out a particular muscle. How far situation. is it to, to walk from work? It's like a eight minute walk. So Ooh, like, that, I'll be back. And you go to do yeah. a shit in a shower at a gym. Yes. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I go to the, go to the actually, gym. <laughs> I I think that's way cool. I do because if you're cool. at a workplace, there's nothing worse than when you have to poo and you yes. think your coworkers could hear or yeah. notice. It's so good to find a private place. Yeah. And as a bidet user, it's really nice to clean out your butt after you poo. Just, if you don't have a bidet, you don't get it. There's no lingering doubts. Yeah, or I think that's way cool. I do. Thank you. Like I'm like Bruce Springsteen level, like yes. Run era. Cool. I, that's a, a yeah. brilliant. Like yeah. I can't believe on the first one you, it's a hack. Brought it. Yeah, brilliant. It's a life hack. No, I just need to say something. Uh, when I did go to university, yes, I was a wild one, but I I lived in a dorm. Yeah. Did you guys live in a dorm? I did. Yes. Did you? Yeah, yeah. So then, in the dorm, we had a giant shared bathroom. And it was always raucous. Yeah, yeah. Boys. Young men peeing and pooing. And and showering and going yeah, crazy, yeah, yeah. yelling at each other, playing pranks. Yeah, yeah. So I felt like the shared bathroom in the university dorm like made me get over all of my insecurities about mm. shitting anywhere. Because at that point, okay. you're like, I have to. And this place is insane. It's a fucking madhouse. Yeah. Uh, not much privacy. Yes, there was a... Doll yeah. door, but not much privacy. Everyone's running around going, "Hey, Locke, are you fucking taking a shit in there?" <laughs> and you're like, "Shut the fuck up, get out of here!" Yes, and yes. you had to deal with all that. Yeah. So even though both of you guys went through that same sort of like initiation into adulthood and adult, you know, uh, toiletries. Um, <laughs> if I have to do it, I will. But if I can go to a nice private toilet. That I can make as much noise as I want and nobody hears, I will be thrilled. As much noise as you want. Absolutely. Now, what if you're in a bad neighborhood and you have to go into like a local bar? Yeah. Like you just have to. Can you do it? I can do it. I could, yeah. See, that's what I'm getting at is I I broke my seal, terrible pun intended. Yes. And I'm not as I can. I'm not as yeah, precious yeah. about toilets. I, I'm with Mike. I can, but if you give me the option, yeah, I would yeah. be thrilled to not have to like, deal with it. I get my own private, gigantic washroom with a shower attached as well, and they also have uh, lotions, uh, ear like um, Q-tips. Q-tips. They have little hot towels. They have combs. They ha- you can shave there. It's it's a man's paradise. You know what? All those added um, yeah. accessories, mm-hmm. um, amenities. Yeah, I'm changing it to way cool. It's very cool. Wow, three, two way cools. <laughs> way to go, Mike. That's a really good one. That's a great. That's a really good idea. I would. Do I the just same had thing. to say the university dorm room bathroom yes. thing to make sure we were all on the same page. But yeah, get yeah. this, Chris. I'm not precious about toilets. But I I see your point and I respect it's it like and a I also think that you know for your it's, yeah, but don't you yeah. find the secret toilet because when I was a in a dorm when I was in a dorm yes we had shared bathrooms but if I really had to go and it wasn't pleasant there was a private bathroom in the basement if you knew where it was you knew where it was and I took the elevator down and that was the secret in the building if you really got to go there's a private one downstairs were you ever afraid that you'd be in the elevator 
desperate mm-hmm. and there'd be an elevator accident and you get stuck and, <laughs> and think, what do I do now? Uh, no, do I, I become I, feral or do I try and uh, stay cool? No, I, I, I didn't. Thank God it didn't happen. Good. Thank That's God. Good. I think I was a bad boy. Like I would bring my... Like a little Get old blaster g- into yeah. the toilet. No, I'm serious. And play crank tunes <laughs> while you were shitting. What would you yeah. play? Were hot girls um, in there? At that point, I had this cassette. Did you have was... a mixtape just for the toilet? <laughs> no, I didn't have toilet mixtape <laughs> volume anything. I had an old cassette of the Alcoholics uh, Coast to Coast album, which is really good. It's a rap album. Um, damn. Yeah, I don't know. Some but the licks was like. Yeah, I played that one a lot. Did you that play was that band, good the Jelly Beans, album. in there? A sort of jelly beans? No, yeah. I didn't. Oh my god, how embarrassing! Um, I really liked a really cheesy Operation Ivy ripoff band at one point in my teens called Assorted Jelly Beans, and I played them for Mike and James one time, and they laughed forever. <laughs> <laughs> Brain dead. Well, um, listen to Skank and Pickle in the toilet. Yeah, I would listen to yeah Skank and Pickle, and then <laughs> no, I was a bit cooler. Uh, by university a little bit hip-hop i was a hip-hop guy chris do you have a weirder way cool just in case you have one ready to go if not we can just uh save it for next time Mm. okay uh i have a weird or way cool (laughs) what do you think about this it's kind of on the theme that we've already been on but I literally can't go to the bathroom unless I'm playing my own tunes. <laughs> and I even have, I bought from Best Buy a portable Bluetooth speaker to stay in the bathroom. So as soon as I go in the bathroom and close, and my daughters growing up in my house know that every time I go in the bathroom, like Roxy Music. Or, it smells bad when or, Roxy Music plays. Or T-Rex starts playing in the bathroom. They're gonna associate your dirty sweet and yo my girl with like the worst smells. Call me mellow yellow. Paperback writer, paperback. Like they hear me singing along. Oh God, that's so gross. I never go poo, but if I do, so you blast music, blast music, but not just any music, because Chris, you have great taste. And then when the drums come in. One of the first jokes Mike and I ever laughed at when we were in our early 20s was a guy doing a drum roll and then farting. Do you remember that? (laughs) It's like we've gone back to that phase now. (laughs) Hey, wait. I listen to grunge when I take bad stomach achy shit. Uh, Sandy, if your your daughter's just growing up associating that music with 
Nightmare smells. Horrendous smells and sounds. Dad. Yeah. Oh, man. But then my, I always stop the music <laughs> when the toilet flashes. <laughs> so it's like... Yeah, it's like no work on. <laughs> it doesn't take long. It's just like a fast, upset stomach shit. As soon as Kirk Cobain starts singing, I turn it off and the toilet flushes. <laughs> <laughs> Can't run <ride> away. <laughs> no work. <laughs> hey guys, I told you to get your pajamas on. <laughs> yeah, the bathroom just rocks for as long as it takes. <laughs> I don't mind stealing bread from the mouth. <laughs> I think I inhaled something. <laughs> I lost so hard. I inhaled a feather from James's couch. <laughs> I'm going hungry. <laughs> Where's my temple of the dog? I have to go to the bathroom. Oh my god, I literally w- fell into the couch laughing so hard I ate a feather from the pillow. <laughs> I think it's a Christmas miracle. Holy oh my god. <laughs> um, well, Mike, so is that weird or weird? <laughs> or is that way cool? I think it's way cool, Chris. I mean, yeah. I got to agree. I listen to tunes. I mean, I will play a podcast loudly when I poo. <laughs> Um, but not rock, ju- but that's I a play cool rock idea. and roll, dude. Because <laughs> like, I'll punk. play rock or like exciting music sometimes when I'm driving. Like, gotta get myself <laughs> up for this. You know, you get kind of pumped up, but it's funny being pumped up pooing on the toilet. <laughs> I've done it since I was a, li- a little teen. I always we had a nice. I had a ghetto blaster in our bath. In me and my sister had our own bathroom. We had a ghetto blaster in it. <laughs> I've always wow. done it. And so, yeah, when I was at university in the <laughs> dorm bathroom, I would bring a battery, like, ghetto blaster so when I shower shaved and went to the bathroom. Damn. Yeah, like, people on my floor knew. They knew that I was not going to make it through university. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> Before we move on, we just have a word from a sponsor. Do you guys struggle with energy levels throughout the day? Is coffee not cutting it? Well, we got sent samples of a drink called Magic Mind. You're supposed to take Magic Mind in the morning to get a clear head and have an energy boost. I have taken it a bunch, and honestly, it really improved my mornings. I did notice that it benefited my energy levels and my concentration, and I was able to cut back on caffeine. It gave me lower stress and anxiety levels. And I genuinely really found it effective. Um, Magic Mind is made from matcha and other various nootropics. And I have recommended it to others, including you guys. I did tell you that I thought it worked. So um, if you guys are interested listening at home, uh, I have a 20% off code to share with you. Go to magicmind.co slash evil and enter the code 
EVIL20, E-V-I-L-2-0, at checkout. There is a money-back guarantee, so don't worry. If you get the subscription, it's 40% off with that code. That 40% off code only lasts 10 days, so check it out. Um, and I really did like Magic Mind. I hope they send me more. I'll keep talking about it. I really did like it. Also, before we move on, we should mention that we have a Patreon account. You can find it at patreon.com slash evilmen. And for a few dollars a month, you get two bonus episodes a month. You get to access our Discord where we're chatting with our uh, listeners in there. It's a lot of fun. And uh, I know you'll enjoy it. You'll check it out. You'll be supporting the show. Patreon.com slash evilmen. If you can't do the Patreon, maybe you could rate us and review us on uh, iTunes or Spotify or whatever. Is there anything else I should mention, guys, that you want or that you want to mention? Um, just that the listeners should have themselves a merry little, you know, Christmas. You know, yeah, you yeah. know. And other holidays. Yes. Okay, so it's the holidays, as we said. And rather than do an evil man this week, we thought it'd be fun to do something a little different. It's a nice time of year. It's a loving time of year. Mm-hmm. So we thought... I didn't even know. Like I, when I saw you tweet that that's what you wanted, that's mm-hmm. when I knew we were doing this. Oh, okay. Well, fair enough, my, uh, Chris. Well, um, well, I'm I, into it. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. We thought that this episode could be like an evil men Christmas listener listener mailbag spectacular. Yeah, it's like um, that's really fun. The way Santa gets tons of letters and. I guess these days, emails more than letters. Mm. Uh, we're kind of like three Santas opening our big sack of mail and reading the uh, questions, right? Hello, Santa. It's Bono. Can you get me new sunglasses <laughs> for yeah. Christmas? That's kind of sad. Do parents tell their kids to email Santa now? I guess you must be able or to email him or... Write him on freaking Hinge? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, um, uh, don't don't write a letter to Santa's son. Just download the Grinder app. <laughs> Santa's on Grinder. Um, okay, looks here like uh, Santa's going to meet you to find out what you want for Christmas at Zippers. <laughs> at the club Zippers. <laughs> so um, we put out on uh, Twitter and Instagram um, that we would accept any questions or comments from our listeners, and we've gotten a few uh, to play. Uh, Shall we jump right in? Yeah, that sounds fun. I'm so darn excited. All right, well, let's... Oh, oh, oh. Let's play our first listener submission for the Evil Men Christmas listener mailbag episode. What's up, Evil Men boys? It's Adrian. I was just wondering, you know, we're all so stressed out nowadays. What are you boys doing to de-stress? You taking any medicine? You taking little naps? What are you guys doing? Love you. Well, Adrian, great to hear from you. You know, it is really neat to hear Adrian's accent. Yes. Even though we know they're from, uh, I think, Rhode Island, yeah. it's still, I, you know, I still was not ready for that. And I love it. I love the accent. It's not an accent that uh, you hear every day and it really sneaks up on you. That's right. Yeah. Um, so, Hi, Adrian. Thanks for your call. Stress relievers. Chris, what are you doing to relieve stress these days? Well, I started the Stress Problems channel on the Discord. Yeah. And there's been lots of great feedback from different people about what they use. Mm-hmm. And for people who, like Patreon fans who do go on the Discord and have checked out the stress problems, Adrian included, y'all know 
when I go on the road sometimes, I have these crazy bouts of insomnia that really rack my brain. And I have to do like these big shows later at night, two shows sometimes, 45-minute shows after maybe an hour and a half of sleep. And it's really, I feel like I'm cracking. So I still haven't fully solved that problem. I think anxiety does have a lot to do with the those insomniac moments. But I would say that when I when I know it's getting too hard and I've got a lot of stuff on my plate that I have to do, I cut out alcohol and caffeine for that time that I know that I'm working a lot and have these important things ahead of me. And I make sure that I take some sort of sleep supplement like a, like a melatonin, GABA, magnesium sort of combo. And I hate to say it, uh, but I've even been prescribed lorazepam from my doctor for really big nights where I've got the a, a lot on my plate for the next day, like traveling and a big work schedule. So still trying to figure it out, but those are the things that help good sleep and cutting out some of the like caffeine and alcohol stimulants that get, yeah, and eat healthy and get lots of exercise. Nice. Ah, God. Good it's answer, hard. Chris. Mm. Mike, That's just a straight up not funny answer. Mike, do you have any stress relievers? Stress relief? It's been stressful Is for the praying? past few years. And it's not praying. Ha ha ha, James. No, what I do to relieve stress, I go to the park yeah. and I find the biggest, scariest dog there is. Okay. I, f- I get it all riled up and I try and fight the dog. <laughs> uh, that would get a lot going. of pent up energy, yeah. Yeah, and it gets me in my body mm. uh, and I fight the beast and <laughs> usually run away uh, at the end. Uh, no, uh, that I hope the dog joke. never mounts you. It happens. <laughs> Uh, do you, yeah, do you lose fights to dogs and then they have sex with you? It's like every, uh, it's like 60-40 split of that. Oh, okay, that's not bad, that's not bad. But to be serious, that was just me being silly because I'm a comedian and I, I sort of uh, see the world through a sort of funny lens. Um, I In reality, I guess exercise and try and eat nicely, but then uh, maybe once every, in a blue moon I'll have a drink to unwind uh, <laughs> and... Uh, to just to relax and, and uh, so alcohol is your de-stressor. Once in a blue moon, I'll have a little glass of, of sherry, sherry, right? And just right. Um, look out the window at Mr. Moon and go, <laughs> "Oh, here we are," uh, you know. Yeah, huh. it's you again. Uh, yeah. James? My, mine's probably yoga and going for walks. <laughs> yeah, I go for yeah. long walks. Oh, I go for long and ass the walks. iPhone records your steps. You don't need an app. Damn. It's got that health part, you know what I mean? Talking about, love that. Do you go for walks in your yoga costume? No, no, no. Do you I, call it a costume? Do you call it yoga? We call it a yoga um, <laughs> pants. We call yoga, them yoga pants. Not a yoga costume. Honest, no, we don't. <laughs> I don't wear a yoga costume, honey. Uh, where's my yoga costume? <laughs> oh, I also got a rowing machine. When I'm at home, I have nice. a rowing machine in my basement that I you love. should live stream that shit. I love yeah. it. Put it on the uh, our Patreon, like live stream a link to you rowing. I don't know. You know what else also uh, relieves stress? Laughing. Do you with like friends so or <laughs> alone? So when you're having a terrible day, do you just sit down in your chair and laugh loudly? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Have uh, you seen those videos though of like that laughter therapy where people sit in a yes. circle? People who whose lives have fallen apart 
and they just, they just intentionally start laughing, and then it actually turns into real laughter. Yeah, that's nice. That yeah. actually, I think that's actually cool. It's Nathan fair. did a bit uh, of it for on your side when he was on Twenty Two Minutes. You yeah. don't remember that? It I was do. really yeah. bizarre. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I sit in my uh, lazy boy chair at home and just laugh to myself, <laughs> and then out loud to myself, I also laugh and say. Can you believe it? <laughs> Can you believe it? And, and your kids are like, Daddy, shut up. Yeah. I laugh by myself and I start doing crowd work with um, imaginary members of the audience where oh. I, I, oh. I sort of like um, go after them in a playful, playfully mean way. Have you ever done yeah. crowd work with like a lineup of stuffed animals that you put on the couch? Absolutely. Yeah, me too. Should we go to question two? Yes. Hi, it's Heidi calling from Vancouver. I want to know what your favorite non-Christmassy Christmas album is. Um, you know, like a cozy, good feeling. Um, mine is Tom Waits' Closing Time. So I want to know what yours is with you guys being super good music nerds. Okay, thanks. Love you guys. Uh, two love yous, by the way, which is really nice. Thank you. We love you too. We love you too. <clears throat> we really love you. The thing is, is... Hmm. So she was saying non-Christmassy yeah, music. But like but comforting. But there comforting. is a certain type of music that you come back around to. Like music has, you know, we have these memories of hearing things at different seasons. And there's cozy albums that are not directly, uh, hey, I'm a Christmas album. But there's cozy albums that warm you up in the cold December month and mm. Christmas time. I would like to say that I sometimes notice that I go to jazz a bit more. Maybe it's because of the Vince Guaraldi thing. With jazz the, is Christmas music. <laughs> with the Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah. Vince Guaraldi or whatever you pronounce it, like started it. But there's some jazz. But mm-hmm. lately, right now, I've been listening to a lot of glam rock, like T-Rex. Already mentioned earlier in the episode yeah roxy music and like david bowie and stuff like that mm. yeah you guys for she me, said non-christmas music for, that's why yeah, f- yes for yes. me it, it's it's definitely trouble charger um <laughs> no just kidding um you know what i'm My, too serious with these answers no well they've been two sort of quasi serious questions so you know quasi. you're just yeah um you know what In the last couple of years my big fave al stewart year of the cat it's this normal song next thing you know there's a acoustic guitar solo. Then there's an electric guitar solo. Then there's a saxophone solo. Oh, really good. That's my favorite right now. Al Stewart. Year of the Cat. You always are a proponent for Al Stewart, I Year am. of the Cat. I am. Michael? Can, can you describe, before we move on to me, mm. what Al Stewart, to the listeners who don't know him, what Al Stewart looks like in that he, he era? He just looks like a librarian or something. Yes, a librarian. And I bought, sort of drunkenly online, an Al Stewart, Year of the Cat poster, and it's being framed at Alternative <laughs> Arts as we speak. So next time you guys come here, it's going to be an Alistair poster framed. I love that. Wow. That's how much you, you're into it. Yeah. Michael? What I say? A non-Christmas album that I listen to at Christmas for, for comfort uh, and nourishment. Uh, I'm Too Sexy by Right Said Fred. I'm Too Sexy. I agree with their politics. Don't like their music, though. <laughs> um, I would say... Um. Because it is... Because the first song on it is sort of tangentially related to Christmas. And it's like an uh, asshole answer. The John Cale album, Paris 1919. Oh, yeah. It begins with just Child's Christmas the other day. in Wales. Um, 
It's really perfect good. Perfect album. You heard it here first, folks. Um, great stuff. And Did you say that John Kale's one, that main album, is better than all of Lou Reed's post-Velvet Underground albums? I don't know. It's hard, eh? Transformer. Conan Transformer's Baby, big. Yeah. Street Hassle. The New York album. Yeah. Like as well. But it's, it's, it's pretty damned good. Um, and maybe I would say... <laughs> A non-Christmas album I listen to at Christmas for comfort and joy. Um, I don't know. Gordon by Bare Naked Ladies. Uh, the song uh, Hello City, just on, <laughs> on, on repeat. You, you had to skip that one, huh, when you listened to Gordon because you were excited to get to Enid. You can't wait. You can't wait to a get young to man Enid. To, yeah, yeah, has to, can't hold himself and you, back. And then, yeah. and then when you're so excited by Enid, you can yeah. deal with the... Uh, new kid on the block, and so and so <laughs> forth, until you get to box set. Yeah, Brian Wilson. Mm-hmm. I mean, the list goes on and on. I also was listening to the OC's early stuff lately because it's really comforting for me. Before they turned into like a more mega, um, mega. sort of kraut rock infused metal punk band uh, and f- jazz fusion band. Before they had the original ish lineup with uh, Bridget Dawson and Petey Dammit and uh, Mike Schoen on drums, they had this really good run from like 2007 to 2010 of like really psychedelic garage rock, and that is such a big era for me from the from the albums of like the Masters, Bedroom, whatever, is, you know, and then to Help and. Yeah, the Dog Poison EP, that era, and the singles, the first two singles collections. Anyways, that OC's era, and of course John Dwyer is the leader of that band, that's a super comfortable sounding uh, music for me. And I, and I walked from, if you know Toronto, I walked from Broadview and Queen all the way to Ossington and Queen today, listening to all that stuff, and it was just... Warm, warmed me right up. Big walk. Also for me, Warren Sivan, French Inhaler. Another classic. <laughs> Number three? Yes. Let's go to question three. Hi, guys. My name's Lisa, and I'd like to know, this is a bit evil, um, what weird fact or secret about yourself you'd hate for the other two to ever find out. Lisa, well, you Goodness. know, very nice to hear from Lisa because uh, Lisa is on our Discord and we talked to her on there. Um, wild to hear her yeah. accent. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to know. Love it, Lisa. But oh, also, yeah. why would we say the secret that we don't want you guys yeah. to know? Well, because it's the spirit of the episode. It's okay, Christmas. Okay. Christmas is a time where you lay bare all your nastiest secrets to your yes. podcast to your co-hosts. F- Mike, it's happened yeah. for years, like since, the, you know, the yeah. dawn of Christmas. Well, I can say, mm-hmm. can I tell you guys something? Tell us yeah, your darkest secret, Mike. It. Here's something I would hate for you two to find out. Uh-oh. I can't believe I'm spilling the damn bees here. Beans. Beans. You said bees. Bees. Well, I was abbreviating to save time. But when I said spill the bees, I meant spill the beans. Uh, I would hate for you guys to know and sometimes when we're recording the podcast, and I love to record the podcast with you guys, the podcast evil men that we do together, but sometimes, I have to admit, and I hope you never find out, 
I don't always give on. I don't always give a hundred and ten percent. Sometimes I just sort of Whoa, phone Mike, it in. What the I'm, f- I'm so yeah. fucking pissed at you. Yeah, I know though. Um, I guess I have a secret I could tell you guys that I would hate it if you found out. Okay. Oh, is it nasty though? Well, it's not really. Remember when both of you guys got in trouble with the government for uh, messing up on your taxes? Yeah. yeah. I I called the government and told them to audit you because Wait, I thought you were up to you, weird shit. You were tax hell? snitch? I was. I don't know why I did it. I just get off God, on it. Right. Sorry. Well, you do have that... Tat- if listeners won't know this because they can't see you, but you have a full back tattoo uh, with the CRA logo. That's the yeah. Canada Revenue Agency. Yeah, He's that's our IRS. Yes, yeah, yeah, we're proud of that. Yeah. yeah, no, but sorry about that. Yeah, what the hell? Well, I guess it's okay. It's the spirit of the episode. It's the spirit of the episode, and, and you know we're we're big fans yeah. of Lisa, and we appreciate the question. All so. is forgiven. Yeah. Do you remember when you guys would be getting? For months, mm-hmm. like about four or five years ago, for months, every night, yeah, at one thirty a.m. exactly, yeah, you would get a dick pic of a big hairy dick. <laughs> yeah, yes. it was really yes. nasty. Do you? Yeah, do. it was awful. Yeah. It would often make me like go, ugh. You know? Yeah, from I would an go, anonymous phone number. I'd be going, I didn't ask for this shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd say, did I subscribe to something that I, I don't remember? Yeah. Anyways, it wasn't me. <laughs> oh, who? Okay. But how do you know we got the text if it wasn't you? Can we just move on now, please? Sure. I mean, we're all friends. There's no need to. It's all. Who? We don't need to know who sent those, Did right? Did you James? like the pics that you got? No. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I, I, I wouldn't either. They cause a lot of. Trouble, um, chaos in my family, <laughs> but it's okay, you know, whoever sent them, whatever. Yeah, water on yeah. the bridge, it's Christmas time, right? Yeah, let's move on. Beep, beep. <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Beep, beep. <laughs> All right, let's go to number four. Okay. Fuck, Mary kill. And you're not allowed to take it personally, but who cares? Fuck, Chris. Mary Mike. Kill James. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Wow. Who was that? Uh, um, we... There no no name on that one. Anonymous woman who wants to fuck Chris, marry me, which is <laughs> flattering. 
<laughs> I want us to murder James. <laughs> you know what's funny about yes, that I one? I just want to say I'm sorry, James. No, no, it's okay. You know what's funny? I When I was getting these submissions, I was sitting in the kitchen in my sweatpants, and I'm getting the emails, and I'm putting them in a folder, and that one got emailed to us, but it was a weird file that I couldn't play, so I had to like Google, how do you play like an ASD file, some weird file? I had to go through all this like rigmarole to finally play it. I'm like, oh, good. I can finally play it. <laughs> it's like, you're dead. It's, uh, now, here's what I want to say. Yeah. Um, that's hot. I'm really glad <laughs> someone wants to fuck me. That's so nice. I'm happy for but you. But <laughs> if you marry Mike, yeah. you're going to fuck him for the rest of your life. Which That's is actually no a really good. So point. Mike actually the wins. Megaphone. No, you like, guys are just flattering me. No, no we're not Mike, flattering Mike. you. It wasn't us. Um, well, I guess I'm. I, uh, wedding <laughs> bells, boys. I'll give you uh, invitations to the, big, to the big day. I like. How I'll already be familiar with your bride. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's just the way it is. I actually don't think James should show up to the wedding <laughs> just for his own safety. Well, we'll have a, a moment of silence for in your memory because you'll yeah. be yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll be murdered. I wonder if it's funny imagining like I'm dead by the bed and Chris is like having sex with her. I'm like I'm picking out wedding rings. Like is trying <laughs> yeah. on a tuxedo. Yeah. Yeah. I like. I did. Was funny how how she sort of like um, starts it with like you can't be upset. <laughs> like, Yes, but kill James. Yeah, I'm surprised because I would have thought that the average listener to this show would, yes, probably fuck Chris, <laughs> but but marry you and kill me. Thanks, Mike. Mike that is that's very sweet. I but a lot of people want to marry you. No, I assume that everyone wants to murder me in cold blood. No, no, you know I, I appreciate I mean? that. And mm. you know what, listener, I appreciate it too. That was I really enjoyed that. But also, I, murder can be a sexual act. That's true. You ha- to hate someone, you have to love them. Yeah. Now I have a question. What do you think? Like, I don't think she wants to kill you because she hates you. She I mean, had it's no just choice. It's a tough if you choice. had to kill it's someone, Sophie's she choice. wanted to kill me. And she, yeah. But here's my question. Mm-hmm. What do you think she wanted to do the most? Have sex with Chris, kill you, marry Mike, or kill me? I think kill you. What kill if? You. <laughs> what if? Her real impetus was like, I guess if I had to, I'd have sex with Chris. I guess if I had to, I'd kill James. I really want to marry Mike. Yeah. I could see that. It's Mary Mike big time. Um, I guess I've got that. Um, Everybody knows having sex with me once would be amazing and tons of fun. <laughs> but owning Mike I have that hus- for the rest of your life and having his ear and his company for yeah. the rest oh, yeah. of your life. I have that hubby That's aura. People yeah. see me and they go, oh, he hubby. Yeah. I wanted him to be my hubby. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Snuggling with you yeah, yeah. Chris, every night in front of a movie. Yeah, nice. yeah. Chris, <laughs> did it make you horny that this woman wants to, or would, I guess, in, in this freakish scenario that a jigsaw-type character would force us to do, that she'd choose you to r- r- jump your bones? Let me see. I'm going to close my <laughs> eyes and picture it right now. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but would you be able to? Yeah, I think it'd be great. Would you yeah. be able to get it up if you had just heard and like got a phone call that like, oh, your friend James was just found strangled, <laughs> murdered at the bottom of a staircase? Uh, it would shock me. Yeah, like James is the subject of the staircase part two. <laughs> yeah, and then <laughs> something this woman is all about that, and you always having sex, and a woman and in Mike. lingerie is like. <laughs> in, the husband of the murderer, <laughs> and I call you to say like I'm engaged, and then this woman is just like wearing lingerie and like yeah. uh, standing over you and yeah. getting ready to get into bed with you. Well, I have to admit, 
um, because we're so close, yeah. mm. hearing that you are engaged Thank and you. hearing that James has been murdered yeah. would like kill it for a sec. Yeah. But right. I just do that thing where I stand. And murdered at her hand. It's important yeah. to yes. clarify. Would like, I know that? I think so. So point? you know that Mike's going to be married to <laughs> But is she on the bed you know right now waiting for me right now? She shot me in the head. And yeah. I proposed to her as soon as I heard... <laughs> <laughs> and she's naked on the bed and saying, like, yeah. Chris, I want you. Yeah. W- you know. I would look at her and I would probably have to, you know, when you, like, stroke it a bit more to get it back in action after, like, something distracted you. Yeah. I would just do that a few times and then I'd be ready to go. <laughs> because, yeah, I would take a moment to be like, whoa, affected by it. And then I'd probably, like, lose the erection a little bit. Sure. But then I would just look look at the uh, waiting woman you'd be a bit stroke it a bit because chris at the end of the day i'd be a bit but i when i was having sex i would get mad at my brain like don't fucking think about that now don't think about james yeah don't think about james again (laughs) god damn it and you hear me in the background going here comes the (laughs) (laughs) all dressed in white likes pacing back and forth in the hallway (laughs) i'm on the phone with my mother saying like guess what mom you're gonna be a mother-in-law i have some news for you mr (laughs) evil men fan sir uh i would i want i have something to ask you about your daughter sir <laughs> yeah, Mike's asking your dad for his permission while she's having sex with me. Will you make me the happiest man in the world and let your daughter, who ma- uh, murdered my friend and is having sex with my other friend, uh, marry me? <laughs> Take my hand. I'm an old fashioned type of guy. Yes. It sounds like we'd all come out on top in that scenario. Yeah, me mm. a bit less, but. Uh, well, <clears throat> would. Your funeral would be hard it'd be sad first of all it would be sad yes but there'd also be sort of an erotic charge to it i guess i just want to say to anyone who listens to this Mm. podcast that really wants to have sex with me and then doesn't want to follow it up with marrying me thank you very much that means a lot to me and i really appreciate it can i say anyone who wants to have sex with me and not marry me Keep walking, honey. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but when you marry way. Mike, you buy the cow. <laughs> You've got the cow now. You Why? don't need to go up for hamburger. Don't oh. buy the cow if you want to milk other guys. <laughs> <laughs> so this kind of worked out perfectly for everyone. Chris gets the sex he wants. Mike gets the marriage he wants. and You get found at the bottom of a staircase. <laughs> and you finally get to experience some rest, some peace. <laughs> oh, God, what a relief. Great question. Great question. Uh, let's go to the Statement, next one. Actually, <laughs> no question in there at all. All right, next question. Hi guys, this is Phil from Alliston. Uh, my question today is: um, <clears throat> Who do you think are the most evil sports franchises in each of the major leagues? Uh, soccer, baseball, etc. Um, weird that I said soccer first. Thanks. Well, um, this is I, a James one. I can jump in on this. So, yeah. baseball. I think it definitely used to be the Yankees because you know they they were nicknamed the Evil Empire. They yeah. spent more money than everybody. That's what I was going to say. But truthfully, now they're kind of just like any old rich team. It's the Astros that are the evil team in baseball. Oh. They got caught cheating. They were stealing like they were using cameras to steal signs in the 2019 World Series. Yeah, <clears throat> they also like hire. Like Wall Street guys who just care about the numbers and they kind of suck to like run the team and 
the Jays. Like they tried to moneyball it the whole way. But in kind of a gross way, like the, the, there was a player in the Blue Jays, Roberto Osuna, who mm-hmm. was charged with domestic assault. So the Jays were like, oh, we got to get rid of him. I remember uh, that, yeah. It's just too dark. And the Astros picked him up because they don't care. So I would say the Astros are kind of a dark team. And then yeah. in soccer, you know, a lot of teams in the Premier League now are owned by like Middle Eastern oil royal families. Yeah. Newcastle. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Manchester City, I think, is owned by, um, right. I think, maybe the Saudi royal family. Yeah. Um, Paris Saint Germain. Uh, they have, if you watch the World Cup final, they have Messi and Mbappe on the same team, and they are a Middle Eastern oil. Uh, like royal family, and they own these soccer teams like basically as PR because they don't. It, the money does not matter, so they just go say go get the best players. And they yeah. Don't care. So I would say one of those teams, maybe Manchester City, Paris Saint Germain, Newcastle. Like Mike I think said. that's great. I would say for me, what the most evil teams in sports leagues are. Easy. TFC, Toronto Maple Leafs, oh, Toronto Blue Jays, Toronto Argonauts, Blue J- uh, <laughs> Toronto Argonauts, uh, <laughs> and the Toronto uh, Wolfpack that <laughs> no longer exists. Oh, um, my. Right? Are they gone? The Wolfpack? They're gone. COVID killed Rugby? them. Rugby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Next cue. Hi, Evil Men Men. This is Kevin, voice memoing in from Mississauga, Ontario. My question is this. If you could live your life as an evil man, how would you be evil and why? I also have one quick thank you. Thank you guys so much for all the content you put out during the pandemic. It was a really dark and scary time for a lot of people, and you helped us laugh through it. I really appreciate and admire your commitment to your craft during that time, and appreciate it very much. Thanks. Oh, Kevin. That's really nice. That's really thank nice. You, Kevin. Thank you. It's nice. Now, let's get Eva. Mm. Um, damn, I don't know. Uh, does anyone have like something st- standing out how you'd be evil? How I'd be evil if I could? Yeah. Sometimes I think it'd be cool to be invisible and watch people <laughs> do stuff. Perfect voyeur. Well, I'm just saying. He said if you were evil, it would be cool to be invisible and watch people do everything. Yeah, I loved how I, you just matter-of-factly. Like, if you were invisible, you could steal things. You could yeah. amass a fortune, but you just want to sit beside people and watch them yeah that's okay. i'd love like would you touch them with your invisible no, hand no i would just watch so you're not that evil then well it's still an so invasion spend of your privacy days in like a train station bathroom and just yeah. uh in the no corner i'd wander people. around the city and go into people's houses and watch them do stuff <laughs> would you wear a hat like could we see your hat no or jacket? no totally invisible oh, so you'd be okay. naked Walking around. Well, I guess only because so you'd have to be in Florida or yeah, California or Toronto in the summer. Come on, yeah, Toronto in the summer is not. Well, where? Bad. So to be perfectly honest, yes. you have to be in a place that's warm all year round. So where are we talking here? Okay, Miami. <laughs> I'll move to Miami <laughs> and be naked and invisible. And be naked and invisible and watch everybody live their lives and like sneak into their house. And all right, watch them. I just want some uh, transparency here. Oh, yeah. Michael, literally, now that's a pun. Literally. I would love to do a sort of like Mickey and Mallory natural born killers thing with a tall, beautiful blonde woman who also feels the same way and we're madly in love and we drive across the country robbing places and going on a crime spree and a murder spree and not giving a fuck about any laws, any rules or any weird code of ethics or morals. And we just live like chaos, and we like make love, and we wow. we steal money, and 
if anybody gets in our way, we fucking kill them and just go out with a big bang <laughs> all the way across North yeah. America, oh. Europe, you name it, wherever. Wow, even Europe. Yeah. That's awesome. Man. I would just go full, no holds barred, anarchy, chaos, live in the moment, hedonistic, psychotic, uh, love, uh, illicit love affair. I love that. I mean, I guess. Good for you. <laughs> if I was evil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you were evil. Otherwise... Hey, look, you're looking at the kid, eh? Yeah. Michael. I'd like to be like Bernie Madoff and then pull a big scam and then go to jail when I'm very old. <laughs> and maybe, uh, maybe die in prison? Did that happen to him? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'd love to so. just die in prison old. I wonder Finally, if he's some doing... peace of quiet after all those decades of scamming everybody. I wonder if he's doing scams in there. Yeah. Scamming mm. for cigarettes. Like, oh, uh mm. Uh, if you give me one cigarette, I'll give you two in a month. You yes. know, and he sees pyramid yeah. scheme. And these guys, yeah, yeah, they're like, duh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Oh no, everybody wants their cigarettes back at the Uh-oh. same time. Yep. Next question. Hello, this is a message for the evil men. I just wanted to voice my support for Mantis, aka Michael, when on a recent episode. Um, he was shamed for washing his face with soap. Uh, soap is a known product used for uh, cleanliness. And told that he needs to wash only with face wash. It's very clear that Chris and James and whoever else are in the pocket of big face wash or you're angling for some new sponsorship. But uh, soap does work for your face. You can clean your face with soap. Uh, you guys are the evil men. Thank you. Bye-bye. Wow. That, I mean, Thank you. This might be a guy in the witness protection program. Yeah. Yeah, he disguised his voice. A eh? nice... Uh, or resonant, deep voice. E- either that guy's yeah. in witness protection, or we just got a call from James Earl Jones. This, yeah, you're right. That might be like a very real yeah. deep voice. Uh, Luke, I'm your father. Uh, <laughs> Luke, I'm your father. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think it was the most recent Jackie episode where Mike revealed that he hadn't used face Right, wash. yeah, Jackie shamed yeah. him he, as well. And he just used hand soap yes. to wash his face but up until now. It's yeah. nice to know that my story has helped... Uh, heal listeners and start conversations in, in the community. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's nice to know that people don't like the bullying I sometimes receive uh, from yeah. YouTube. Uh, I hear you yeah, on that. Yeah, we go hard on you. But yeah. I disagree with you. I disagree with the caller. I do think... I, I, I If you were saying weird or way cool, you wash your face with hand soap, I would say weird. So I'm sorry about that. I well, apologize to you, but that's how I feel. Can I say, since that episode... I have changed my lifestyle. Okay. And I do have from a, peer pressure. A face wash now. What's what and what how do brand? you feel? Uh it's uh, very good. It's nice. And, and your skin's not as dry, right? Not as dry. So I use it, then I immediately put on moisturizer. Nice. Two types of moisturizer. Dude. Oh Michael. And have you and noticed a big difference dude. with like yes. people on the street stopping and looking at your face? People on the street come up to me and say can we take a picture with your skin? <laughs> Old ladies, <laughs> let me touch your face. <laughs> Can we take a picture with your skin? <laughs> <clears throat> That's so good. I yeah. wonder if that caller just uses damn soap on his face. By the sound of their voice, it sounds like 
They don't even turn lights on when they wash themselves. They, that caller needs to use moisturizer on his um, Sound like voice. Rorschach from The Watchmen or yeah. something. I pictured some real creepy dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Next question. Sure. Hello, evil men historians. Sammy from London, Ontario here. And I'm wondering, what in your opinion is the most evil hairstyle? Thanks. Great question, Sammy. I, I believe Sammy's on the uh, Discord, too. <clears throat> Most evil hairstyle. Hmm. I'd say it's the sort of frosted tip or dyed blonde, spiky but balding hairstyle that mm. sportscasters have. <laughs> That's a really good answer. <laughs> That's a answer. really good one. <laughs> Especially with the frosted tips added to it. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you know what's also not a good one? If, if you're... And, and no disrespect to our bald listeners, our bald friends. Some of us are bald. Like, no disrespect. But if you got a bald thing going in the back, in the back, you know, at the top, and you don't get a right haircut for it. Like, if your hair is long, but you got the bald hole in the back, I don't know, man. You got to, like, get the right hair for it. Hmm. Am I wrong? Like, keep it short? No, and I, as I say that, your hair, I'm looks, a bald man. your hair looks amazing. And I genuinely mean that. And you know that. Everybody wants to basically jump your bones these days. <laughs> I'm just saying, do you know what I'm talking about? Guys, Like if, 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 if some guys who don't account for it, and it doesn't quite look right. Do you mean like they're trying to act like it's not there? Maybe. Is yeah. that fair? Is it's, that offensive as a, a bald guy? I am bald, but luckily... I always kind of had the horseshoe pattern happening. Yes. And it thinned out and thinned out in that pattern. So I knew what I was going to get. Yeah. I have to admit, I feel like I, I wish I didn't have to go bald. I wish I got a big fucking beautiful afro of long locks. Mm. But I went bald. But there's the island at the front mm-hmm. that some people get. Yep. And then there's the hole in the, the back. The hole in the back. That some people get. Yeah. I've always been grateful that I didn't get that balding pattern. Yes, I do you agree. Rock your, you rock your look. <clears throat> okay. I mean it. Thanks. You look good. Does but you someone, know what I'm saying? It's does the someone want to become a Mickey and Mallory natural born <laughs> killer with me? It's the hole in the back and not, and not done what, and not like, and it, it, pretending the hole in the back isn't there, I would say is kind of an evil look. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> evil look yeah and the frosted tips so now it's mine eh my haircut yeah i guess i would have to say that haircut that the proud boys adopted kind of the brush cut Ooh, oh that sort no, of fucking like nazi the, the haircut hipster, yeah. it's like almost a hipster haircut but yeah it's like the sides are basically shaved yeah. and then you comb down hard like i'm a real relaxed Mm. open go with the flow for the most part i think you guys could correct me on this you are if i'm being easy going open (laughs) go with the flow what am i what was i trying to say in my train of thought yeah but that rigid yeah far right alt right haircut that people are still doing to this day and then accompanied with the fucking what's that Ben Sherman Fred shirt? Perry. Fred Perry. The Fred Perry <laughs> shirt. Are what Mike gets. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry, I'll correct it. Yeah. Oh, very different. <laughs> yeah, no, paired a, with the... It is evil. Fred Perry shirt. It's just like... Well, it's, it's, trying it's, to create, it's too like, uptight. Trying to create order 
Uh, yeah. On your damn hair. Yeah, and, like, order again. Order and tradition. Order, safety, <laughs> tradition, security yeah. against the madness and chaos yeah. uh, that you can't control. You look at my haircut. It's Where, as rigid as a fucking geo, geo, um, geometry graph or Whereas something. Whereas you like a hairstyle that is a big natural hairstyle. Yeah. You've got big naturals. <laughs> I like big natural. I like all natural. I like big bush. A big natural haircut. Yeah. I'm big I mean, natural. And I lo- I really I'm really enjoying your longer hair. I am. I'm getting lots of compliments, so it I looks cool. I don't fuck I will fucking party, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Next question? I was gonna oh, also please, say, Mike, please. Another hairstyle I don't like is like uptight older uh like boomer men who still have like a ponytail. That's kind of what I was going for. Yeah. But Chris's answer and your answer were better. Older boomer guys with a ponytail is a wild look. I saw a dude at a restaurant earlier this week. I swear to God, he was 80 and like kind of a old, like John, like mayor of Toronto kind of guy with an earring. And it it made me think of that. It was similar. And hey, more power to you. It was just, it felt like, did you get an earring at 78? Maybe he's like, um, not a midlife crisis, but a end of life, end of life crisis <laughs> on his deathbed. He got, <laughs> he he got a stud. <laughs> it was very. I looked at the back because I came up behind him. Yeah. This old man, kind of hobbling around. He was like rich, like he had a fancy sweater on and fancy right, pants. Right. And I saw the stud in the back of his lobe, and I'm like, that can't be a stud. I imagine that can't be like the back of a stud. I can't right. be. And I walk around him and I look and I go, fucking hell. Did your jaw just drop? To the floor. It did. Yeah. I tried to look up the name of that haircut that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Couldn't really find a name, but it's... Oh, we know what you mean. All the articles basically fade, described kind of. it exactly how we described it. Yeah. Okay. All what, right. Uh, Hitler Neo-fascist. Haircut. The yeah. Gavin, Gavin yeah. McInnes. Oh, God. It's and like that damn in the mustache, shaved side. You ruined that sort of facial hair, too. I, uh... Next cue. Hello, evil men. I am calling in to ask what your favorite and least favorite Christmas songs are. Thanks. Thank you, sir. Favorite and least favorite. Ooh. You know what? <clears throat> you know what's a really good one? Hark the herald angels sing glory to the newborn It's not king. even by a band, just a, a carol. Earth. I love that song. Really? I also love uh, 3,000 Miles by The Pretenders. Do you know that one? I know 500 miles. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, wait. No, it is 3,000 miles. Oh, fuck. <laughs> sorry, my uh, computer went weird there. No, no it's... 3,000 miles worth of Pretenders is a really good song. Right, because you're thinking miles. of Proclaimers. Well, what did you say? He said Pretenders. 3,000 miles pretenders. by the sorry, Pretenders. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, yes, 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 yes. Is that's that a, a Christmas song? song? Yes, it's great. a great song. This is the one that's like, because of Christmas time. Yeah. Da, da, da. Yes, yes. yes. Okay. You know what I've always liked? Um, just that one part in that Christmas carol where they go, fall on your knees. Yep. Really epic. Yep, that's good. Can you guys do it? The Christ, the Lord, all night, when Christ was born. Beautiful. You know what I also also like? No doubt, boy to the world. 
You're an oi to the world guy. Oi to the world. And you own oi it. Oi to the skids. You own, you own it, James. I, I love... And can I just say quickly, least favorite? I'll be home <laughs> for yeah. Christmas. It's too slow. I it's depressing. Yeah. It's sad. It makes you think of all the sad uh, associations with Christmas. Whoever wrote that song, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. I love I the Slade jam. Speaking of glam rock. Yes. So here it is. Oh, yeah. That's Merry the best Christmas. One. You're dead right. That's Everybody's the best Christmas. Everybody's having fun. Yeah. That and song is amazing. Yeah. I read a th- to the future. It's only just begun. I read a thing about how um how much money classic Christmas songs make for the artists every year and that song uh by Slade brings in like a million pounds a year. For that's they deserve so it. Good. They deserve it. That song. Fucking Slade is rocks. fucking good, but Slade. that song dominates. That song's right. amazing. I like Carries and the Pogues. Fairytale of New York. Uh, each make like five hundred thousand dollars a year or something. Who's your best bubblegum pop glam rock era? Like Slade or Sweet? Who would you pick? I, I think they're both equal. I mm. uh, Slade seem more fun a bit than Sweet, but uh, yeah, but I do the Sweet have. A deceptive amount of hits. They're good. I do yeah. listen to Fairy Tale like of New York sometimes on yeah. a Christmas list too. That is a fun one. Every oh, Christmas? is that the Pogues one? Yeah. Oh yeah. It has yeah. the F slur in it. It does have a bad word, oh, but it yeah. is it is fun. But all classic Christmas songs have the F <laughs> slur in it. Silent <laughs> night. Yeah, yeah. Beep. Your little <laughs> holy <laughs> night. Your little beep. Beep. Or you know. Uh, silver bells, silver bells. It's Christmas time in the city. You goddamn beep. <laughs> right? All the classic yeah, songs right. have it. Ding-a-ling. <laughs> you can't just single out that one yeah. song. I don't know which ones I hate. I guess like... There's got to be some slow like uh, I'll be home for Christmas bullshit that you don't like. I think like <laughs> well, you got really you gotta, be really home for bu- you gotta be home for Christmas again all of a sudden <laughs> all this bullshit uh, all the time this guy's gotta be home for Christmas eh well like, I you know like some of the more modern ones I don't fucking care about I also love the Run DMC one Christmas, Christmas and Hollis but doom, doom, doom. You know what was, I mean? Was the question what Christmas songs do we love? Because we had Our one favorite, that, but he also what I, we hate, and I can't favorite think of a hate favorite. one right now. I love the Donny Hathaway uh, "This Christmas." This oh. Christmas, um, I gave you my heart. No, much <laughs> that's last guys. Christmas. Oh, <laughs> I like you know that Ramon song by Wayne. That Ramon song, Merry Christmas. Christmas. I don't, I don't want to fight tonight. Good one. Also. Yeah. Um, What's the Elton John one? The cocaine field. Step into Christmas. Step oh. into Christmas. <laughs> that oh, song, yeah. I love that song. That's Elton John. Yeah, that's so good. Doesn't like Paul McCartney have a really weird fucked up Wonderful one? Christmas time. Yeah, and people I love like, that one. People, the, it's interesting because the It just doesn't public sound McCartney-ish. Opinion, well, it does, but the, the public opinion, growing up, everyone was like, obviously that song sucks, it's cheesy. And then now things have changed because Paul McCartney is like now... He's now like changed his image. Yeah, and everyone loves him. So everyone's like, "That song is actually really good," um, and it is. I, it is a good song. Having simply having a wonderful simply Christmas time. Yeah. having a wonderful, wonderful Christmas, Christmas time. I'd say the worst Christmas song.
in my opinion, would be the. But it's funny, the uh, what's it called? Brian Adams Reggae Christmas, which what? the video Ooh. is a, a white band of Canadians doing a reggae song <laughs> called "We're Having a Reggae Christmas," and then are you kidding? Pee Wee Herman is in the video dancing with them, and it was like an MTV Mike Christmas. I've never heard of this. Me How neither. Have you never and heard I this. Hate the- Brian Adams sang a reggae a, Christmas song, song and Pee Herman's in and it? And the chorus is, and we're having a reggae Christmas. And it's a bunch of white people clapping on the one and three beat. <laughs> Are you Oh, kidding? that band who, you know what's a really good one? The band who has that song where they're like, I know what boys like. The waitresses. Yeah, what's their Christmas song? It's fucking oh, good. Oh, Christmas rapping. No, no. Yeah. Is that, how does it go? Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Oh, I love that one. Is that in the Love Actually movie? Probably. I would say, what's the Mariah Carey one? What's the Mariah Carey Because people listening will be just... Christmas rapping. Christmas rapping, because they might not know what the hell we're talking about. Yeah, it's good. What's the Mariah Carey one? Oh, um, all I want for Christmas. I yeah. Christ- okay, I don't so that one's on my list. Christmas. That one's on my list of. I don't know if I hate it, but it's annoying to me. You've heard it too much. It's fucking annoying, and I think that one's in love. Actually, right? Probably. What's the yeah. one? It's on Fuck. the Phil the Phil Spector Christmas album, um, with all the girl groups. It's the song "Marshmallow World" yeah. Yeah, by yeah. is by Darlene Love. And uh, that's a good one, in my mm. opinion. But and one more one I hate. I'm dreaming oh, I of like a white Bingo? Christmas. I hate those slow, depressing, fucking uh, bullshit ones. I hate them. When it's I Christmas, absolutely James, hate them. You want a balls to the wall? Yes. System uh, of a high, down. High octane Christmas. Give me song. system of a yeah, down. Yeah. Toxicity. Chop suey. Um, I don't want to hear this. Oi to the world. Oi to wake the up. world. Yeah. Santa was here last night. Wake up. Come down the chimney. He wanted to. Give me presents. <laughs> he wanted to. <laughs> uh, great question. Yeah. yeah that one got us singing a lot. Should we also, get to it? Mm, Mike. What's the final one for me is the um, Merry Christmas, baby. Otis Redding is, is a good one. Mm. Thank you. Case closed. Should we get to our last question? Well, I got two on oh. my phone, too. Oh, oh you do? We're going to save some of them for the bonus. Should we do bonus? Should we do this one and we'll save the last two for the bonus? Yeah. Okay. okay. Here's our last one. Hi, evil man. It's Suze from the United Kingdom. I was wondering if there is an evil man who you could do an episode on, but you also can't help but like. Um, mine is Michael Cohen, former lawyer to Donald Trump. I just, I think he's great. Um, thanks. <laughs> That's a great cue. That's a good Suze, one. Suze, former guest, multiple times. Suze. And I like, I get how she could like Michael Cohen a bit. He was a bit sassy, saucy in the media. He didn't have allegiances to many people. He played. Well, he both. lost everything to, yeah. uh, in, in a weird, like, Scrooge-like, uh, epiphany. He, uh, saw yeah. the error of his ways, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Or got scared of yeah. prison. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Scrooge, he got scared of going to prison. <laughs> now, wait a minute, fellas. Uh, where are you taking me? That's uh, such a good one. Yeah. Like, I'm because to think. honestly, honestly, I uh, sometimes, if conspiracy people are stupid and not hateful, I do 
sometimes there's a part of me that thinks it's funnier like them. So I could potentially, there's, I, I can't think of someone at the moment, but there's potentially like certain conspiracy people I think could be funny <laughs> to me. I don't know if I like them. Do you guys? Can you guys think of someone that's a bit evil that you kind of like? I liked that con artist we did recently, oh, uh, Victor Lustig. Victor yeah. Lustig the, because the Eiffel Tower. Because yeah, there's something where it's like, if 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 a certain type of person or like group of type of people that I kind of don't like, and someone's like manipulating or bilking them or something, or you know, punking them, like that's kind of fun. Like this, like this, Victor Lustig like made fun of like his victims were people's vanity with vanity oh, and also you know, like, honestly Morrissey like there's parts about oh, yeah. him that I like he's I remember, like he was we were reading quotes he said and he's hilarious yeah. like he's so funny yeah um, it's hard I would say one that would be hard for me is like someone like Woody Allen who inspired me so much in my career until I found out that's terrible stuff yeah. about him. And now it's like over and I don't, I can't really, I don't feel like watching his movies or returning to the, his materials that he made that inspired me so much, but there's still a part of me that's like, what am I supposed to do? He yeah. affected me so much before I knew yep. he like actually, he joked, his joking about being a creep inspired me so much until I found out, <laughs> Oh no, his creepiness transcended just the humor. I would also say like that one would be a hard one for me. He's like he rails against political correctness, but I mean, what, like I said when I was watching Faulty Towers recently, I'm like <laughs> it's so funny. It is. It oh, is. Yeah. Like I yeah. don't care. That's what I, I mean. Like, like a comedian or like someone that you meant can't a lot deny to us, and then that they, it's later in their life. Yes, like, you learn they were fucked. Yes, Mike. Now don't hmm. pussy out here. There's got to be someone. <laughs> Give me a fucking right wing guy that you like. Um, let's do this. I kind of like. Um, <laughs> let me think here. <laughs> I know you're a big Dennis Miller guy. Someone who is evil that I, I, against my better instincts, like. Yeah, it's always like a scam artist, I think. Yeah. Like, um, what's his name? Ponzi or the Victor Lustig guy or, uh, you know, Adolf Hitler or something like that. <laughs> you mentioned Bernie, Bernie Madoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there things you like about Bernie Madoff? I love his style, the way he looks, <laughs> the way he carried himself. Yeah. I have one that's like too serious, but it's like, speaking of the anti-Semitism again, he did fully, when he went later in life, he allied himself with the Germans during World War II and uh, spouted some anti-Semitic rhetoric. But it's difficult... Like his first novel, Journey to the Center of the Night by oh, Louis yeah. uh, Ferdinand Celine. Like, what do I do about that? You know what I mean? I don't, I guess I wouldn't stick up for him after he went down that weird fascist, pro fascist path. But he wasn't like that during that writing of that book. And the book is so funny and so dark and well written. So what do you do about those kind of guys? It's such a tough one when people create good stuff, but they're they say or think things that suck. It's a tough one. Yeah, I mean it. Hap- it feels like it happens all the time. Yeah. So I would say one of those guys. Yeah, I would say also Krang. 
uh, mm. from TMNT, Teenage Mutant um, because uh, he's I'm a gooey, too serious. He's a gooey no. guy who's who's literally just a brain inside of a bionic, yep, yep, uh, yep. a bionic galoot, and uh, I wouldn't want to be the victim of his wrath. No, nope. but it is fun to see what he does. I like that, you know, and the <laughs> chaos he I like that. sort of causes. Good, great question, Suze. Thanks, Suze. And a dangerous one because, yes. you know, we start saying we like certain people. Perverts and anti Yeah, man. You know, but I like it. I like it. We got to live on the edge. Well, um, I think that's the end of our Christmas listener mailbag spectacular. That was fun. That was fun, wasn't it? Yes. We should do it every year. It's fun. We're I'm, here and there. And I'm full of Christmas pudding and I'm full of Christmas... <laughs> Uh, cakes and cookies and pies and eggnog and I'm feeling nice. And uh, you had diarrhea. Several all times. the eggnog and the yeah, pudding yeah. and the. And I showered. As soon I can't as... stop eating these chestnuts we roasted on the open fire. I know they're yeah. so delicious. Well, these chestnuts. We... Chestnuts are very good, and I, I think we should wish all of our listeners uh, a merry Christmas or happy holidays. And a happy new year, and thank you for listening to everything we've done in 2022. Merry Xmas. We'll see you in January. Now, two, three, four. God rest ye merry <laughs> gentlemen. The thing is coming down. down. The people from the gentlemen can sing around the town <laughs> to save Say us all from, from Satan's, Satan's powers and Christmas days. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Comfort and joy, oh, tidings of comfort and joy. has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar! When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.